Hello, folks. Welcome to the Genuinely Interested Podcast. And um, thanks for tuning in again this week. On the show today, I have Gloria Bess. And she is an Israeli actress. And she's been living in New York for the last four or five years. And her latest role, I believe, was in High Maintenance, uh, which is a really funny show on uh, HBO. And yeah, we just had a really fun conversation. She basically says how five years ago she came here as a tourist and then she just decided to, to stay. She loved New York City and she just decided she wants to stay, give it a try, leave the comfort of, of Israel where there's family, friends, a, you know, support group, uh, steady work. Uh, she, she was a you know fairly known actress back home. But she kind of decided to leave all that and try something new. And that was respect people that just decided to say, fuck it. Let me go try something new. Let me go try these uncharted waters that I've never uh, tried before with no, no, um, with no support system there. So I always find that fascinating. I did something similar. And uh, I love when other people do that as well. I love when people are entrepreneurial and leave their jobs because they have a dream of doing something better or starting a company or traveling the world, whatever it is. I like when people take calculated risks. So I'm always appreciative of that. And yeah, we had a fun conversation. Uh, it's always fun to talk to someone from your home country. Uh, there's a familiarity there that you don't necessarily have with other countries. Um, and I'm sure that everyone from their own country feels that um, when they have a conversation with someone from back home. So that's always fun. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this week's episode uh, with Gloria Bess. Hey, Gloria, how you doing? Hey, I'm, I'm doing great. How about you? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for I, having uh, me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. How? Uh, oh, wait. So first, you're in New York right now, right? Yeah. How Quiet is that? New York. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Um, I mean, look, I know these are trying times and the world is going down and whatnot, but I have to say, I kind of, I, I kind of like it. I can't complain. This is like, you like it, the quiet. Like deep down inside, this is how I always wanted to live my life. You know. Yeah. It's you need to move quiet. to the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a, for me it was the same because I was in New York for the first um, probably first month and a half or so uh, of, of this thing happening, and uh, it was kind of like. Yeah, this isn't too bad. There's no lines. I don't have to, you know, I'm, I'm walking mm -hmm. with my dogs. I don't see anyone. It's it's kind of like living, I don't know, in, in a little in a little village, but in a city because you're just not seeing anyone and uh, there's no lines and uh, there's no traffic and kind of nice. But then you realize that there are no human makes... beings too. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you realize that what makes this whole thing work is actually humans. Like you're not going to be able to have those yeah these great restaurants and coffee shops and, and, and whatnot, if you don't have that amount of traffic. And it's all about the people. Yeah. It's all about and the coffee shops. And yeah. the coffee shops. <laughs> great coffee. 
Even though, you know, I'm in Connecticut now, the coffee's the coffee's good, I have to say. Like you it takes a little bit of finding. It's not like everywhere just like in New York, obviously. We have all this third wave coffee, but it's you know, you can find it. It's good. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, I'm Israeli. I have a whole different standard of uh coffee, but okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what what's your uh coffee of choice? Uh Turkish coffee, let's see. Black Turkish, black and strong, yeah. Strong, yeah. Mm. What? No, no sugar. One sugar. No sugar. Ooh, that's yeah. That's hardcore. It's tough. Yeah, I know. That's tough. <laughs> yeah, I like I like one. You know, one little one one nice little spoonish. Uh, a spoonful yeah. of sugar. Yeah. A, a half a half of sugar. Oh no no! I was thinking about this song. Never mind. Yeah yeah, Mary Poppins. That's Mary good. Poppins. Oh yeah. yeah. Probably weren't even born then. <laughs> what are you talking about? We're probably the same age. Yeah. Oh, let's not let's not go there now. <laughs> <laughs> what, whatever that age might be, we are that age. Um, oh, yeah. So tell me, <clears throat> tell me a little bit about yourself. Or tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I'm Gloria. I'm an actress. Um, I came to New York about, I think it was four years ago maybe five almost um and uh yeah what else, what else can i say if, why did you come to new york oh exactly so i had it, it i had t- to be honest i'm tr- i'm still trying to figure it out uh <laughs> i <laughs> i came here as a tourist and uh, i had no plan to stay here or anything like that I came as a tourist and I fell in love. Something happened to me, like with the city. And and I just felt I had a strong gut feeling that I need to be here. Uh, and so I uh, stayed and it's been the longest vacation ever. Uh, <laughs> How long? Four to five years, I think. Four or five. Wow. So you just yeah. came as a tourist just on a trip and decided I'm mm-hmm. not going back? Yeah, well, I had to go back because I had a contract with a theater there and ended up. But yeah, yeah, I packed my things and went on a plane and here I am. So, yeah. Where where are you from in Israel? Tel Aviv. Originally? No, no one is originally from Tel Aviv. That's what what I'm asking, yeah. (laughs) It's like saying you're (laughs) from New York. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, you'd be surprised. There's a few uh, locals in New York that, you know, started... Second, third generation. Stop lying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm from uh, I'm from a small place called Rishon Lezion, which is like 20 minutes from Tel Aviv. But I moved to yeah. Tel Aviv when I was 15, so I allowed okay. myself to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rishon's not that small. Rishon's a pretty big city. Well, you know, sitting yeah. here in New York. Yeah. yeah the yeah. proportions of. Yeah, <laughs> you could fit the whole of Israel into Manhattan, pretty much. Yeah, but yeah. So from Rishon, moved to Tel Aviv, and when did you, you know, figure out that you want to be an actress or oh, that, something that interests you? That happened, I think, uh, when I was five or so. It's like, it's funny. It's not even that you choose. To become an actor, it's like, oh, sorry, oh here, we, here, here we go with the cliches, but it's true. It's like, it's, it's as if the profession chooses you. 
Yeah. And and then even though I was five and I had no idea what this profession looks like, <laughs> uh, I, I knew, I knew back then that that's what I'm going to, going to become. Um, yeah. But then you go through phases, you know, and I came to New York, I thought I'd quit acting. There are a lot of like stops on your way that you go like, wait, maybe I shouldn't do that. It's a crazy profession. I should do something completely different. Uh, but yeah, you find yourself yeah. again and again coming back to it. Because you need, you know, you're your own driver in the sense that this isn't like a job where you go to and you have a boss telling you, no, you know, you have to do this and we have to meet these quotas. It's you. And then on a bad day, you're the person that has to tell yourself, no, no, I have to keep going. I have to try again. I have to try this role or that role or apply here and there. And, you know, if you stop, then it stops. There's no, you know, you're yeah. the, you're the driver of the train. But it's a beautiful ride. I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Great I'm view. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so why, I mean, I guess the question, why come to the U.S. when in Israel, I'm assuming it would be much easier for you to get roles and be successful there as an actress. Um, yeah, it actually already happened, uh, in Israel. I had a great career and I have no good answer for you to, cause I'm still trying to figure out if that was, um, if I was brave or just stupid, to be honest, <laughs> to leave everything behind. Uh, but since I followed this inner, whatever voice inside of me, I, I have a feeling I did the, the right thing. And also because I didn't do it um, in the name of the profession. You know, I didn't come here to um, take over uh, Broadway or whatnot. So yeah. it's not a bad idea. Um, so, so, so I feel like I've, I've done the right thing because I listened to, to this gut feeling. But um, I definitely left a lot behind. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's... You know, I think that's admirable that you leave the comfort of, you know, a career, uh, friends, family, and then you go and try something completely new in a foreign land with a different language. Mm -hmm. That's that's never easy. And, you know, some people are, are scared to even make that move, even though that's something that could change their life or even though that's something they really want. So the people that... I think it's easy for people that don't do those moves to look at people that do and be like, oh, you know, you, you'll never make it or uh, you won't be successful or it's going to be rough or whatever, all the excuses. And even though you may not necessarily even achieve those goals, at least you try, you know, it's better to right. try and fail than not try at all. Yeah, I do. I, I appreciate the challenge. I got to say, um, and you do want to, or I do want to leave my comfort zone every now and again and, you know, see what's next. Uh, I mean, you can't grow inside your comfort zone. You have right. to go out of it, right? Yeah. So here I am learning how to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking is an important part of being an actor. I guess. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> 
Mm. Unless you unless you do like Charlie Chaplin movies, you know, from like the twenties and, and whatnot. Which were good, man. I actually saw a few of those recently. Yeah, I, and I, I thought there, I thought he was really good in conveying a message without Chaplin, saying I, a word. Yeah. I, I'd take him any day on any other uh, TV show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what did you do when you first moved to um, to the U.S.? Initially, what did you um, Ooh, You get here not? and then like, all right. Yeah. I what, got what here. Now? I was a complete immigrant. So I had um, with no plan, uh, not a lot of money or clothes. It was just it's I began from scratch, really. And I did some weird things like. <laughs> I, let's just say in general that I hustled. Um, and, uh, I even, one time I even, <laughs> uh, played with a friend on the subway. Um, but, you know, we, we made just enough money to, uh, to buy coffee afterwards. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Uh, that, that was the end of my, uh, musical career. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I did all sorts of things. I still do to, you know, to get by. Um, but it's different because I'm, you know, legal now and all. Um, yeah. but I'd say the first two years were, were pretty, I can say it now. It, it wasn't easy, you know, it yeah. wasn't easy, but it was an experience. I learned I mean, a lot. Feel, that's the New York. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the New York path right like it's it's rough initially it's always rough you don't know anyone it's a rough city nine million people i think roughly and really? everyone's trying to make it and it's a doggy dog and it's also the best people in any in, in every industry come to new york so it's it's always most of the markets here are saturated with really high level people and yeah. you kind of have to come and you have to compete with them for whatever, you know, whatever crumbs are left. So yeah, but it, br it, it, it brings out the best in you, I think. And Definitely. also, yeah, people are fascinating and, yeah, in every area. They are. Um, so you, gra you graduated uh, Nitsan Nativ, right? School of Acting. Yeah, true. Which is a very uh, prestigious school uh, in Israel for acting. If you say so. Yeah. I mean, from what I know, I mean, I, no, I it is, friend. it is. I just, you yeah. know, I was waiting for you to say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was that experience like? <clears throat> oh, it was a nightmare. Like that. Uh, really? <laughs> no, I'm joking. It was. Um, <laughs> you you just cut the school a, a nice promo. It's a, what a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Go um, now. They they gave they gave me so so many gifts. Um, um, I uh. It's supposed to be three years, but I ended up um, studying four years. It's a long story. Make a long story short. I had an accident uh, on on the first or second year, so I did the second year twice. And uh, a, phys so, a physical accident. Yeah, yeah, on my bike. I was on my bike. Uh, anyway, like in I, like in the movie. Like in the movie, yeah. Oh, like in my movie, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know what? It happened like two weeks later. Oh, we wow. shot that, and and the next thing I know, I can't walk for like a year and a half. Anyway, I ended up doing four years, and four years in acting school is, um, well, it was intense. It's just intense because it's like you know you study for fourteen hours a day, and then you hopefully go home and, and then you keep rehearsing till the next day and so forth for four years. 
so you kind of, you lose yourself <laughs> on your way and then, and then you find yourself again. And eh, it's a weird process learning acting. It's, it's, it's a lot. But I had I had a lot of fun, and uh, I mean it. It sounds depressing, but it's it's really intense. But uh, you know what? Fuck uh, yeah! It's nothing I'd recommend to anyone. Let's <laughs> 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 just tell it like it is. Unless you want to be an actor, I'm sure you know. It definitely, I hope I want to believe that it made me a much better actress. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, don't do it unless you really want to do it you know so do you think there's a do you think nowadays there's a new i guess you could say format or, or way forward for i mean specifically actors obviously this can be broad and, and and pretty much every industry but with with the way content is being created nowadays right so you can you can be a youtuber and and create your own content and have millions of right. followers and make millions of dollars and you can, you know, you don't have to be a, a good actor. You can, you don't have to be an actor at all. But if you want to go that route, uh, you can do that on on YouTube and Vimeo and Instagram and all the and TikToks and all these different things. And even with acting, I feel like because I'm you're seeing this with with work now, and you're seeing this with um, tech companies and universities. It can all be done online. Can acting? Do you think acting could be done in the same way where people are not necessarily going to have to go to school for three to four years? They can just, I don't know, do I, online I, courses? I know it works for some people. Um, and we're definitely during these times are trying to, I'm talking about all the actors I know, trying to find a way to work uh, without having a stage, for example, or set. Um, like online, but to be honest, I don't think acting is something you can't do on your own. I mean, you could do it alone and, but, but, uh, in the end, uh, audience is, uh, <laughs> is very important. Yeah. Uh, so you can't have theater or any form of acting if you don't have an audience. And, and I myself, I don't believe, I mean, there's a difference between being famous through YouTube or whatnot or being a professional actor. It's two different things. No, no. But I mean more in the sense that you can be an actor. You just have to find what your niche is, right? But you can still, instead of, I don't know, not you specifically, but actors maybe um, that are less known or trying to get work, instead of maybe trying to get into movies, uh, they can go the route of, starting their own channel on on the internet on youtube and creating i highly something believe there. in it i highly believe in uh, creating our own materials and not waiting for someone to, you know to tell us that we're worthy or uh, we we gotta create our own shit too. i'm sorry am i allowed to say shit yeah you can say and shit I... <laughs> yes um we gotta do our own thing and if you look around, you'd see that, I mean, a lot of, you have, you can find a lot of examples of people who made it, if you, if you will, mm -hmm. this way. Um, creating your own contact and, uh, content and, uh, 
yeah. Yeah. So I know that back home you're very, or even here, you're very experienced in uh, in theater, but I think a lot of people back home in Israel, maybe, yeah, probably even now, they'll probably remember you for the show Us Fool. <laughs> yeah. Um, which was, you know, a massive hit. I, 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 you know, for me, I loved it. I was probably, I think it was like late 20s, uh, mm. early or mid to late 20s when I was watching it. And all, uh, we it are was the like same one, age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> told you. And it was just a massive hit. Did that, you know, was that a show that kind of propelled you forward that gave you a lot of exposure? Uh, it was, uh, it was a lot for me. It was, uh, almost too much. We never expected the show to be such a hit. And, uh, there was so much, uh, we, we were actually so sure that they're going to take it off the air, um, after the first episode. Uh, but <clears throat> yeah, it became a hit and, uh, and I was a student in my, uh, at the end of my first year. And, uh, and, and all of a sudden you can, you can't leave your house without, um, you know, you know, the drill. <laughs> yes. Had, it happens to me all the time. Every time I leave my house, I have fans, <laughs> you know, it's just it's part of the gig. No, I was, I was actually pretty scared and, uh, I'm, I don't know what can prepare you for it, but I, uh, I used to send my neighbors for the first few months to, to get some groceries for me and stuff. Cause <laughs> Really, because <laughs> I was, was just too shocked to go outside. But you I mean, know, it was a massive it, hit. It was, it was. But but uh, people tend to forget. I mean, if you wait enough time, uh, there there will be a new show with new stars, and mm -hmm. and you know everything will go back to normal. It's it's a moment in life. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's so. How wait? How did you what? even? get to you know get to casting or how did you find that show how how was that process a school? Yeah. uh i went on an, i had an audition, audition? it's like old fashioned way yeah i slept <laughs> with no one for that role uh, <laughs> that's good that's good thank you um yeah. Yeah, i i just i i had an audition it went well um and then that was it Awesome. Yeah, because that's how I it remember... happens. Actually, that's that's how it should go. Well, <laughs> that's what we well, do. <laughs> I guess that kind of leads me to my next question. Yes. Do you see, you know, when you and again, I know nothing about acting or, <clears> or the <throat> industry, but when you go um, in front of a casting director nowadays, do they look more for do you think talent, or do you are they looking more for? Um, Instagram numbers and social media following because I know that happens a lot in, mm. in modeling. I just I'm not sure if that also happens in acting. I'm sure it affects. I mean, I don't know if I'm. In my opinion, I think what's happening now is that uh, casting directors and all kind of people that what they're looking for is for the actor to actually be the character and. And I'm not a big fan of that um, system because I do believe that as actors, we, we're supposed to be able to, you know, um, um, to, 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 to perform anything that isn't mm -hmm. us. 
Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it makes it easier on them to, or, you know what, maybe they're right. Maybe you can, you can also work with non-actors that would be great for a role, uh, and have no experience, but they are, they really are the character. So I don't know. I, I, I think it affects them. I, I think they certainly look, look you up, you know? The real yes. you, instead of the actor. It's not enough. It's not enough to be the actor. They'll look at, you know, how many. I don't know what's your social media like. What did you say? What did you not say? What are your maybe uh? I mean, you know, so I've heard. I don't. To be honest, I don't know. I I don't think I know a lot more than you about the profession. Like I know what I know, but I don't know how casting directors think yet, yeah. or you know. So that's. I can only guess. Yeah. What, what is it like, you know, because you referred to this a little earlier, what is it like being someone else? I mean, when you're acting, you're essentially taking on this whole new per- it's a, persona, It's a right? big relief. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine for some, yeah. Um, well, I don't, uh, I enjoy it so much. I, I don't know if it's, Someone once told me that uh, through a play or a script, you get a sense of a full life, a person's full life um, in, you know, an hour. Mm-hmm. And and that feeling is something that, how should I put it? It, it? it gives you the feeling as if you lived longer or something like that. You know what I mean? If you manage like to press like multiple lives life in yeah, into an hour and you experienced all that in one hour or whatever it is. Uh so there's that that might be true. And also I think that in the end we all have all the um, Okay, help me if I if I say it wrong. Don't worry. Um not curry. I lost the word. Yeah, yeah. Um, character um, traits. I guess we're close. Uh, <laughs> we have it all within us. So it's only a matter of like, um, you know, turning the knobs a little, uh, it's like volume, changing the volume a little of, um, uh, of whatever it is you have inside in order to become what looks like someone else. But, but we have everything inside ourselves. So it's not really becoming another person for me. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you find it easier to, for example, play an Israeli character, like something more familiar than, I don't know, playing something like a uh, Swedish assassin? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like something that's completely foreign to you? I actually, I like playing roles that are very far from me. And I think that's mostly what I did so far. Um, and find a way to relate to these characters. About the Hebrew, obviously I feel more comfortable in Hebrew just because, you know, we don't yeah. think of it, but each and every word in language we speak has such an effect on us. And way we feel and how we think and it's 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 actually it has a physical effect on us 
each and every word. So I could, you know, I can feel that in Hebrew when in English, I'm still, uh, well, yeah. I'll get you're, there. You're, you're maybe a little <laughs> bit more in your head thinking about what you're saying rather than just saying, which we, which you would do in Hebrew, because that's your native tongue. Exactly. I can't express yeah. myself or articulate my thoughts as I would in Hebrew. Yeah. 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 yeah I get that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I've always, you know, I, I used to live in, um, in Greenwich village in, uh, New York city. Mm -hmm. So I would just see people, I would just see basically sets like that whole area is just one big set. <laughs> I'm shooting movies all yeah. the time and you have the trucks with the, you know, where the actors are and you have lights and cameras and all the cables that run on the street. And they're just shooting like Washington square park just might as well be a, a set, a Hollywood set. They're yep. just shooting there all the time. And I, and you know, and then I'll see that same scene in a movie or in a show that I'm watching. <laughs> yeah. And I always think, all right, here in the scene, it looks like there's a girl and a guy talking to each other. But in reality, there's a tent with 40 people inside and monitors and there's another crew of another 30 mm -hmm. and there's trucks and there's catering. And there's, how do you <laughs> block that out when you're, supposed to have something like just i don't know like an intimate moment or, or just a conversation with another person it, it must be difficult no uh yeah you know life is and uh yeah you <laughs> I, I guess concentration is a huge part of it and having a good partner that could uh just pull you um back there and concentration and imagination and I'm a person who's easy, very easily uh, can <laughs> connect or disconnect um, to his uh, imagination or inner world or whatnot. So I, I think that's that's pretty easy for me to forget about everything else that's ha happening around. And you know, do you do you find it easier to to play? in like a, a set like a closed studio or, or outside is just as good it doesn't matter it doesn't matter doesn't matter doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> i think yeah i think it's the same so you just came back from uh israel recently can you tell me about the movie that you were uh shooting there oh yeah uh with love um so this is uh how how would I describe this movie? Well, first of all, the director is a genius. His name is David Volach. Uh, he's a true genius. Uh, and the script is about everything between <laughs> Judaism and sexuality. Uh, well, that's a lot to, yeah. <laughs> and, um, uh, and my character is a delicious character. Uh, it's, uh, it, she's 30 and she's a virgin and she's well, on the spectrum, somewhere there on the spectrum. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I had a lot of fun. She is, is this, um, like, is she religious or, or not religious? She was religious. Funny that you ask. How do you know no, that? You said Judaism. Oh, you said Judaism. Oh, right. Yeah. That's maybe. Yeah. I gave There's also a, a, a huge trend. <laughs> There's a huge trend that I'm seeing in like a lot of... Um, They're all over. We're all over. Yeah. Like a lot of religious, <laughs> uh, Jewish religious shows, movies recently coming from both US and Israel. So right. I, I don't know why 
you know why that trend but i don't know if you saw that the new one on netflix uh, un- uh was it unorthodox or orthodox yeah unorthodox. yeah unorthodox with yeah. shira who's so gifted yeah. yeah she was she was very good um she's amazing she was very she was very good um i don't know how you know some of the because not all, all the characters i'm assuming new yiddish but they uh they did it they did a very good job man that's a, it's a tough language it is i mean i wouldn't know because i don't speak it but yeah <laughs> yeah since there's not a lot of people that speak it um but it is the the whole judaism issue is uh i mean for me it's fascinating i know my mom is religious so it's uh and obviously i'm not but uh yeah i keep going back to that there's like this unfinished business that i have with religion and i keep going back and forth and like asking the questions and it's like it's it's a long conversation with my mom actually like the whole thing um but i think it's 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 a fascinating subject that'll be an interesting movie within itself yeah i'd watch that (laughs) yeah my mom is a is a character speaking of actors or non-actors my mom could do it great what uh what's 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 your background like ethnic oh uh (laughs) <laughs> I'm a mix, of course. Uh, yeah. Everyone's a mix, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, half side is, uh, my mom's side is from Libya, okay. Tripoli, and the other side is Russian and Polish. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, most, it's most, a lot. yeah, most of Israel is, is a mix of Sephardic and Ashkenazim. Yes. Yeah. I think that's why, um, there's a, I don't know, there's a, a certain look that, that Israelis have. I think overall, you know, people look at Israel as a pretty good looking country, I think. I think that's what I hear from a lot of people. And I think that's because of the mixes that came from North Africa and, and Europe and Middle East. And they all kind of, there's a melting pot of, of different cultures. And, you know, it gave a unique look, I think, at least. It works. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah. Do you get type, do you get typecast for for like that specific look? Is there something? Always, you know, I'm exotic really? here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they don't get. We all look like from where we are. <laughs> we all look yeah. the same. <clears throat> so they, it's not. Uh, they they don't they don't um cast you for the for the terrorist. Oh, not yet. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that'll be that's a unique opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, but you are, you see, you are limited to, to what you are, you know, I can't, I can't pretend to be all American and I don't want to, you know, uh, pretend to be all American if I'm not, I'm what I am. And this is what I bring to the room. Uh, But yeah, it is very limiting. (laughs) Maybe I should take a plane back to (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to Israel. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, um, I think America is unique in the sense that obviously it's, it's the biggest market in the, in the world. I mean, actually, yeah, I guess for, for movies, it's the biggest market. Um, but they are, it's, I think now it's a little less cookie cutter, but it was, it used to be very cookie cutter in the type of people they were looking for and the type of accents. 
if you look a little different, it's it's different. Now there's more um, diversity, I would say, with Netflix and, and Hulu yeah. and all these online platforms that have come on. And they make shows that before you wouldn't see. Like you wouldn't see uh, the Aziz Ansari show. I, I forget the, the name of it now. And uh, a few other shows that you just wouldn't see 10 years ago. So right. I think they definitely changed the game a bit. Yeah, we're much more open. To, yeah, definitely. And HBO, and I, which is a show that you were on, High Maintenance, right? Yes, on HBO, which is, 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 it's not even TV, it's HBO. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, that was fun, man. That was great. Great experience. And I'm also like, it's always fun to, you know, be a part of something that you actually appreciate. And I'm, I am the audience of this show. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that I was mean, nice. Williamsburg Bushwick is probably <clears throat> the audience for the show. Yes, that's us. It's I a pretty, was, it's um, a good show. Like, I don't know what what, what exactly they're trying to do, but I can tell you what they're not trying to do. They're not trying to create another uh, predictable and regular TV show. It's real. There's something so real about it uh, that you don't get to see a lot on TV. So yeah, yeah. That, that was my experience. It's not a it's not a continuous show with with a plot line that evolves all the time. It's, it's every show is a little every show is different with different characters. I mean, there's a few characters that stay in in every episode. Obviously, the main guy who's the yeah. weed dealer and he's the thread that kind of holds the whole show together, and he eventually gives weed to all these different people and they they display their story and what they're going through mm-hmm. so i thought that was uh that was kind of interesting but i remember seeing the show a couple of months ago or whatever it was and i was like oh i, I know her where i know her i was like trying to figure out where i know you from <laughs> and then i i put it together it was like oh yeah it's the israeli girl school i and then you know and then i remember also seeing you once um in, in, in a restaurant um, next to my house. I think yes. we talked for a bit. So it kind of came all, you know, it came full circle. Yes. Um, oh, all right. Have you seen any good shows uh, shows or movies recently that you really got into? Uh, I've seen some stuff on Netflix. And um, what I do now really is I uh, <laughs> I write instead. I uh, I can't I can't find like I've oh I've seen Shtisel which was good which is an Israeli series on uh, on yeah. Netflix yeah which I liked and uh, other than that I don't know I don't I uh, I never had I have a TV now but I never had a TV for like, <laughs> maybe when I was a kid and I find it hard to yeah to. I don't know how to spend half of my day in front of this uh, machine. I don't, I, I'd rather do something else with my time. You can't be outside the machine, only inside the machine. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you you, you got to take sides, you know? Uh, I guess so. So what would be, if you could like pick, what would you be a, a dream person or a dream role or a director or all three actually? that Ooh. you would want to work on. So dream, dream actor, 
dream director and dream role? Dream actor? Oh, Someone that's... you would really like to play with. Or um, actor, sorry. Ed, Edward Norton. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Right? Yeah. Even as a director, or I would do, yeah, I would go for one of the big ones, probably. And, and a role, I like the edgy roles. I'd go for a, either a murderer or, or you know, um, or something hardcore, psychopath, something like that, something interesting, something far from me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like a serial killer? Or someone, I like people who keep secrets. I like characters who have something to hide or, uh, get, you know, not, uh, not really stable. Or, uh, I'd, I'd go to that area. Have you seen this movie, um, Miracle in Cell number seven? No. No, I've seen the trailer though. Should I watch it? it? You should. <laughs> um, you should. Because the actor, um, and you know, there's a lot of these um, type of not not specifically type of movies, but actors like that play someone who's who's you know challenged emotionally. Um, and this guy, you know, he he's got he's one of those, but he's got a daughter. I don't want to give too many spoilers, but he's a completely normal person, obviously. But he just plays that role so well. And this is the Turkish version. Apparently there's like a Korean version that was out in 2013, but I guess this is a remake and they did it a little differently. Dude, I was just sobbing the whole oh, movie. Man. Oh, wow. I, and I, 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 I rarely cry, man. I just couldn't. It was so emotional, this movie. It's, it's unbelievable. And he played a really good role. Wow, and I feel I like there's a lot of ready for this. Yeah. Yeah. No, you need, you need some tissues, man. <laughs> Yeah, especially now there's no tissues I anywhere. Got them, so maybe, I got maybe them. hold on. <laughs> no, you got them. <laughs> the bootleg version. Yeah. It's hard to get it. You only only allow one. I don't understand this fast, and I don't know why everyone was going crazy for tissue. I, I don't get it. Because what do you do at home? You just shit all day long. I'm sorry. Uh, I uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you eat I don't know. Shit. Eat less. Eat less. Work out more. Go to the toilet less, and uh, you know, or go I'm Japanese toilets. Japanese I'm toilets, I'm telling you. That's the I, I was just in Japan in January. Yeah. Completely different experience. Completely. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'll check it no. out. I'm, uh, I promise Google you. Japanese, Japanese toilet. toilet paper. I'm telling you, you'll never regret it. And you, oh, you wait, should I order want... one. You should order one. The Japanese oh. have it. They they they've they've like our toilets, it would be the equivalent of you driving a Tesla versus like a Ford from 1937. Like oh, that's the difference between their toilet and our toilet. It's so much more advanced. There's just, there's no comparison. So it's unfortunate that we haven't updated our toilet game, but that's, I, that's my toilet. That's my toilet rant. That's it. I'm done. I'll check it out. Also, I want to change my answer about the director. Have you seen, um, oh, what's the name of the movie? Uh, a portrait, a portrait of a lady on fire. Have you seen no, that? I have, I have not. I don't I remember the name of the director. I don't think so. Uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. No. Look it up. It's good. That's the director I want to work with. Yeah, it's okay. like, I don't know, it's like three hours long, but it's worth it. I saw um, last week or two weeks ago, I saw 1917. I thought that was one of the most amazing movies I've ever seen. Honestly. Heard of it. 
Unbelievable. Yeah, you I should start writing ca- these down, man. I have these some catching up to do. I know, I know. Yeah. yeah. Maybe just take well, your I got phone time, and, you know. Yeah, got, you have nothing but time. I mean, you should obviously, you know, like, for example, yesterday we had a blackout here, so there was no electricity. Oh. And it was, it almost forced me to, you know, so I can't, you can't make food. There's no internet. There's no electricity. My computer was dead. I didn't want to like use up too much of my phone. What do you and do? Get to know yourself. Oh, exactly. So you kind of like, you know what? Let me just put the fireplace at the fireplace. Let me put some wood in the fireplace. Let me get a book. And it was actually kind of nice. Like eventually after five or six hours, we got the electricity back. But it kind of, it, I don't know. You realize how helpless you are in a way. Like there's, there's Corona outside. You can't go anywhere. All the places are closed. Um, there's no electricity. You can't get food. There's no internet. Like all these things are, we think we're the superior being, but at the end you just realize that you're helpless. And if you don't have all the systems working around you to make your life more convenient, there's really not a whole lot that you can do. You know, we're uh, modern people and we're, we have these um, things that we're accustomed to. And once those are gone, uh, you know, it's a little bit difficult. So you just take a book and you just, you know, when, when it, when it's things like that, that I'm like, all right, it's out of my control. There's yeah. I, I give in. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just read a book. And, uh, and also, you know, uh, the romantic side of, of it is that we, y- you, you, you find out that you really don't need much in life. You just need a, you know, you need a good book and a fireplace and, that, and yeah. that, that's about it. And, and yeah, maybe someone nice to talk to human connection, I think is the, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the point of it. That's the whole point. I, 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 I'm starting to appreciate human connection far more <laughs> than I used to. What do you think is going to happen after this whole thing eventually dies off? Do you think, um, we're going to have less or more human connection. Uh, I hate to say it, but I think we'll forget about everything we're learning now and, uh, and, and go back to pretending as if it never happened. Uh, <laughs> that's what I really so? think would happen. Um, but hopefully, at least at first, we're going to miss each other so much. All of us, not just you and me. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, that ho- hopefully it will bring to whatever change in the way we, uh, look at things and uh, other people, people mean something to us. Um, yeah. it should, it really should. Yeah. I, um, uh, I do think I, you know, I've had a lot of like experiences where after the fact I was like, this is something I should, I should remember because, you know, I should do things differently now based on that experience. And I think the whole world is is experiencing that now. The question is, like you said, is two years, three years from now, are we going to remember this and, and act accordingly? Or are we just going to go back to our ways of, um, I don't know, abusing the environment, not paying attention to the people maybe overworking i don't know whatever message we're getting mm. now that we're chasing our doing. tails yeah yeah so it's it's interesting to to see what's going to be post covid uh world hopefully it will be a better world i hope so i hope so well gloria uh 
think our time is up. I want to thank you so much for coming. Uh, I had a, a, a lot of fun. Same. Thank you so much for having uh, me. Yeah. And maybe we can do it again in the future. Amen to that. So, uh, yeah, have a beautiful day and stay safe. um, What? Where, where right? can people find you on uh, social media or is there something you want people to uh, mm-hmm. watch out for or some new movie or something that ah, well the movie anything. will be out in a year and uh, I'm on Instagram I don't do Facebook and stuff but I'm on Instagram I think it's just my name Gloria Best K uh, so you can you can follow me now um, <laughs> but yeah but you totally don't have to um i i definitely will follow you back all right love (laughs) it's been such a pleasure yeah thanks so much for coming i appreciate it thanks for having me so see you see you around all right right. (laughs) bye take care